Welcome to uh, episode 45 of 4460. I know, that doesn't mean that I'm now doing 45 miles instead of 44. No, it's still 44. And it's, well, it's less than 13 weeks away now when I'm recording this on Monday, February the 22nd. So here we go, yeah. (laughs) Well, less than 13 weeks to go. And do you know... Suddenly, this is creeping up on me, and it feels like very fast. And I've got a couple of uh, scheduled uh, sort of interviews to do next week, where I'm going to be able to talk about 44 at 60. And uh, I was just doing a little backstory about how it all started. And actually, it was two years ago this week, where um, I was at this business event in Cornwall, and there was a headline speaker called Jim Lawless, Now, Jim Lawless uh, has made his name through a concept called Taming Tigers. And uh, basically, he's he's latched onto this idea and he talks around the world to business audiences and gets paid zillions of pounds every time he turns up. But effectively, Taming Tigers is all about doing something way outside what you perceive to be your kind of comfort zone. And for Jim himself, he's quite a short guy, but nevertheless, he took on the challenge to ride in a professional televised horse race and he also ended up breaking the men's uh, British freediving record and so he did two things, two extraordinary things so blimey, running 44 miles on the coastal path doesn't quite seem so daunting when you think about riding in a professional horse race and things like that and and he'd never sat on a horse before by the way so it's not like, well when I was a kid I was a, you know, a Jim Carners and all that stuff So there we go. So it was two years ago, and I remember sitting there in the audience because I was a speaker in the afternoon, and I'm sitting there in the audience listening to Jim, and, uh, you know, I'd already decided that in 2021, you know, with this landmark birthday that I was going to run at the time, I thought, a third marathon because I'd done Eden in 2010 and Amsterdam in 2005. And so this was my sort of hat-trick of marathons. That was my challenge. But as I was sitting listening to him, I realised it wasn't a big enough challenge. And I, I've, I've got the notes and I've written, I wrote down in the notes, classic quarter. And then in the afternoon, I was one of the speakers in the afternoon. And um, along with three or four other people, we were kind of introduced to the audience. I don't know, 100, 120 people, whatever there was. And uh, Jim was there as well. I was sat next to him and it, it came to my turn. What did you learn in the morning, Trevor? Asked the host. And I said... <laughs> <laughs> rather stupidly I said well what I've learned is that running a third marathon in a couple of years time is nothing you know nothing not a challenge so instead I need I'm going to run the classic quarter 44 miles lizard point to Lands and Lands End and I didn't know a huge amount about running then and by that time I'd uh, I'd been a member of the Truro Running Club for only about three months or something and yeah and I'd been doing some running obviously but nowhere near at the amount that I've I've now done since then. So, so anyway, um, where am I now? Well, we're um, uh, we're twenty second of February, and if I go back to uh, the beginning of January two thousand and nineteen, so when I suppose start of that year, I've now gone over two thousand miles in training, and and in two thousand nineteen that included quite a lot of races. I did twenty six races that year as well. 
And I'm at the stage now where um, you know, 12, you know, 12, nearly 13 weeks to go. And I've been taking on board all the great advice that people gave me in the early episodes of this podcast. And the next step now is to just, I've got to combine managing my training and being careful about what I do in training uh, while still getting in the mileage. So one of the things that I've picked up from the from the information I've received and the books that I've read and everything else that I've been doing when I've got completely obsessed with this, is to um, do a back-to-back run. So in other words, on one day, run quite a long way and then go out and run the next day as well and just test your powers of recovery. Now, in the book that I'm following, um, and I, oh, I forget the name of the lady who wrote it now, but it's a great book. It's called Your First Ultra Marathon or something like that. And there's like it's full of training pro plans and things. So, I, you know, I, I've got to bear in mind, you know, you know, that I'm not 24 years old. So I've got, <laughs> I've got to, you know, plan my recovery around um, my work schedules, as well as, uh, you know, my, you know, just not, not pushing it too hard and getting injured. So anyway, on Friday, I, I decided, you know, 13 weeks to go, I'd start this plan. So on Friday, I did 17 miles, and it was really wet and horrible and muddy and but yeah, that was the plan, you know, I mean, it was to go out and test myself, you know, to do 17 miles. And it took me three hours, 20 minutes, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going, I'm not looking for times, you know, I'm looking for time on my feet, not actual times. And, uh, and I took with me uh, flapjack and banana bread. So I was practicing eating the sort of things that I will be eating in the classic quarter itself. So I did that. And then on Saturday morning, uh, I was up you know, and away and gone by 8.30. And again, these are all runs from the house, you know. So, well, I didn't actually, um, I walked up to the top of my road to the football ground in Truro, for those of you who know, or what's soon to be no longer the football ground in Truro, another uh, a supermarket. Anyway, um, and ran out to the hospital and back a couple of times. So that got me eight miles in. And, the, and it was raining, and it was pretty horrible. But the test was, could I, you know, how did I feel after eight miles of uh, running, given I'd done 17 the day before? So 25 miles of running in, uh, you know, well, just over 24-hour period, I suppose. Because I started the previous day at 9.30 and finished at, what, uh, about 1 o'clock. So, yeah, this was 8.30. To, this was, uh, yeah, so I was okay. I was under 11-minute miles for the second one. But I was quite pleased with that shit. And that included a... A stop for a stop for the paper shop with a couple of kilometres to go <laughs> to uh, pick up the weekend papers for my elderly neighbour. So uh, yeah, so it was good. So um, so overall, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling okay at the moment. I must admit, I've done. I had a planning session as well where I sat down and just worked out where you know the routes and all that. Now and um, and I have divided it into three mile sections, and that's exactly what I did when I ran essentially half of it in uh, 2020 with my good mate Andy Williams, who I don't think Andy's signed up for the whole thing yet, but come on, Andy, you know you can do it. God, if, you, if I can do it, flipping it, you certainly can. So, um, <laughs> um, and I, uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm going to divide it into three mile sections and uh, in the semi, in the uh, semi, uh, in the relay of two last year, I did nearly 26 miles. So I basically did... Uh, what eight three mile sections and a bit at the end. So I've kind of kept that division going, and for me mentally, uh, I'm then going to call it off in three three miles at a time, which is basically five k, isn't it? And I'm thinking, okay, I've got fifteen sections to run all of three miles. I know I can run three miles, or I can get through three miles. So that's how I'm mentally approaching it. 
breaking it down and every uh, what I did last year in this in the in the in the relay of two which I'll do in the whole thing is that I uh, every 3 miles I I did a podcast recording you know just a just a minute or two just so by the time you you know I fiddled around in my pocket to try and find my phone and get it switched on and make sure it's recording and all that stuff all these things you know time passes as you're doing them and then I'm also eating every 3 miles as well I think um, that might have been at the two and a half mile marker. So I get something to eat. Then I do the podcast recording. Then I have a drink. So, you know, all these things that you do uh, just help pass the time away. And it becomes a bit of a routine. So you've got to make sure, I've got to make sure I don't miss the three mile marker. Otherwise, you know, to do the podcast recording. And and that's what I'm planning to do as well. So, um, so that's all good. Um, I did think about, you know, maybe acquiring some different shoes for it. And I did buy a pair online on a well-known brand. But when I got them, just just weren't quite right for me. So I, I didn't actually use them. I sent them back. I just You just get a feel, don't you? So I'm sticking with my uh, my Hockers. Um, I can't even remember the name of the brand I'm using now, but it's the off-road brand. It's the popular. <laughs> it's a very popular one. So I should know this, shouldn't I? I've got well prepared for this recording of the podcast, haven't I? Anyway, um, so that's that. Now the other kind, the other part of the challenge, of course, is that on February the first, um, which was the last time I think I did a podcast, actually. Yeah, so I'm I'm doing this fundraising. So I uh, I'm going to raise. Four thousand four hundred pounds, which is a hundred pounds a mile, and I and I say, you know, there's no, I'm planning to or I'm aiming to, it's I'm going to, and I, I, you know, I've kind of underwritten this myself. So if I don't raise the money, then I'll be coughing up to make up the difference. So that's that's my commitment to this, and it's all for music therapy at the Children's Hospice Southwest. So I, you know, I'd really like to say a big thank you to everybody who has donated so far. So I'm I'm going to round up and give a shout out to everybody at some point. But Andy, thanks very much for your donation. I know you'll be listening to this podcast, and you know, and um, let's have a look. Uh, yeah, and a few others has, who've done that as well. So uh, if you are listening to this and you've enjoyed the podcast, then you know. Just uh, the best thing to do is just uh, Google Trevor Lee forty four at sixty. And that will probably take that will take you to my website. I've got a forty four at sixty page. It, it plots everything I'm doing, um, and it takes you to two opportunities to get involved with the fundraising. One is a you know the, the just giving, which is be fantastic. And if you do do that and you can gift aid it, that adds to it as well. And then the other one are the business masterclasses that I'm running. And I'm, I'm running six, and I've got the first one tomorrow. I'm recording this on Monday the twenty second. The first one is tomorrow, Tuesday the twenty third. And I'm going to be running those um, at £44 per place for 60 minutes and people get an e-book and they get a PDF of the slides and a recording of it all and they get a chance to win some coaching with me. All sorts of goodies, you know, I'm trying to add value into that as well whilst keeping it within the 44 at, at 60 theme. So thanks very much if you're listening to this and you've booked yourself on one of the masterclasses. And a uh, big shout out uh, soon. Hopefully, I've got a couple of companies who uh, one has one's already gone over the line on it. So I'm going to. quite. We haven't quite worked out how we want to shout about this yet. So I can't mention that. But a regional accountancy company um, has booked me to uh, deliver one of the masterclasses just for them. So that's going to, you know, that's going to give the fund a, a real big boost. In fact, I think ten percent of the fundraising will come from that one 
event. So that's fantastic. And then another company that I did some work with in the hospitality sector, I waited on Richie Sunak to, uh, to you know, to come or, the, or Boris to say about what's going to happen in the hospitality sector. But they've got a plan. They're a national company and they've got a plan to, you know, go back and, you know, uh, hit the ground running and and they want me to do a, a a masterclass with them around one of the themes that I'm doing which is around sales and pitching and presenting and if that goes ahead then that will give me the equivalent of about 20% of the fundraising in well effectively I'll be delivering it'll take me quite a lot of preparation but I'll be delivering it all in one hour so <laughs> that is when you get that sort of email in your inbox and uh, when you've been you know because I've been just completely obsessed with this fundraising any of you who follow me on LinkedIn will know that I've just been putting videos out there messages out there god knows what you know to try and generate as much interest in all of this as I can um, so it's kind of taken over <laughs> taken over everything at the moment this 44 at 60 so Goodness knows, if this all goes ahead on May the 22nd, what on earth am I going to do on May the 23rd for the rest of my life? I've no idea. So <laughs> there'll be another challenge. There'll be something else coming up soon as well. Anyway, there we go. So I just wanted to check in with everybody and let you know that, uh, you, know, you know, so far so good. The one thing I am missing at the moment is my opportunity to for, for Lee Weston to, uh, you know, take control of my legs. So, Lee, if you are listening to this, as soon as I get the opportunity to get back, because uh, I, I was planning that you, you know, you would uh, sort my legs out every two or three weeks as we got nearer to the thing, and with the lockdown, of course, that's not been possible. So, um, so yeah, they they are they are building up, and they are going to be in need of some attention soon, which is why I'm having to manage them quite carefully. Now, if you want to come on the podcast, share any thoughts and ideas, you know, now's the time to do it because. You know, we've only got 13 weeks to go. So, you know, don't be shy. Come forward, you know, and we'll do a Zoom interview. And if you want to do a little group chat with Zoom interview, then that'll be fantastic, you know. So, so you know, I just need some more material for this podcast to keep it going uh, and, you know, keep you all entertained and that sort of thing as well. So, you know, just get in touch and let me know. And if you want to sponsor me or come on to the Masterclass, that would just be, you know, so amazing. That would be fantastic. Because every time I get a little, you know, something comes on and says someone's donated, you know, that gives me the inspiration to get out there and do another training run. So so thank you very much, everybody. You know, it's we're getting close now to the end of this journey. And um, it's been great so far. So I've just got to, you know, make sure that I don't do something stupid injury-wise now in the next 12 weeks or so. And then uh, get out there, and I'm really looking forward to it. Actually, I know uh, I'm going to be nervous as hell as the as as it gets closer, thinking, "Oh my God, am I going to survive? Am I going to die? You know, what's going to happen?" But you know, crikey, you know, um, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm going to just have a blast on the day. And so I'm just going to go there and enjoy it. That's what I'm going to do. And I think I think it might have been Andy Goundry. Andy, if you're listening to this, said, "You know, run with a smile on your face and things like that." So. That is entirely my intention, no matter how much, you know, I might be hurting uh, as we get towards the end of this. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to be talking to myself through the podcast, shooting a bit of video, doing all sorts of stuff on the way around, eating a lot, drinking a lot, using the poles, everything else. So there we go. Um, I'm going to do some more, hopefully a few more episodes before... You know, it comes to the big day, so a little bit of a countdown and something like that as well. But anyway, thanks for your support. Thanks for listening and, uh, you know, see you soon. Thanks very much.